It is not often that I miss timesheets. When I practiced law, I accounted for each and every six minutes of my workday. Every minute filled with productivity, correspondence, legal research, legal writing, telephone calls, and emails. I had to account for each of those six minutes and assign them to a client. That's billable hours. But one of the challenges back then is that the view from my office was spectacular. A view of the Crescent City. I could see the steeple of my church. I could see Lake Pontchartrain off in the distance. And I loved watching the thunderstorms roll in. And I got to work very early back then, so I liked watching sunrise too. But you can't bill that time. Six minutes of unbilled time. What's funny is that while I practiced law, I refused to wear a watch. I figured all of that time accounted and billed minute by minute during the workday. I needed to be free from time when I got home. And now, a new job, I worry about a service starting on time or a meeting that I have to race to meet. But I do kind of miss those timesheets. They keep you on track and they keep you productive. Our parable today, parable of the talents, it's not a difficult truth to see. The master entrusted servants with his precious property. Two were good stewards. One, well, he took the talent. It was a measure of work and maybe in our day worth about $300,000. So he took that treasure and he buried it. The disciples who were hearing this parable, they would have immediately seen the master as God and the wicked or lazy servant as Israel. What had Israel, what had the scribes and Pharisees been given by God, entrusted with? Well, they'd been given the law of Moses, and they'd been given the temple. That was the treasure. This was all given to them by God to be a blessing to the world. And what were they doing? They were keeping it to themselves. They were bearing it. And so for us, it's pretty straightforward. God has given us blessings, life, talents, time, treasure. We have been given a faith and a formation, a community, a Christian community that stretches all the way back to the disciples learning at the feet of Jesus. And we have been entrusted with Trinity by the Cove. Are we using, are we using this place be a blessing? Have we placed the light of Christ on a pedestal or relegated Jesus to a corner of our community and an afterthought in the modern world? Now here's where the fun comes in, and a faith life lived in a parish family is fun. It's a constant challenge to imagine and see ways to use what we have been given, what we have been entrusted with, to be a light to the world. Now, we could use a timesheet, one of those good old timesheets to measure out all that we're doing, but maybe we could think of the church calendar. 
For those of you at home, and for those of you here with a bulletin, you can flip that bulletin and you can see the weekly calendar. Don't be afraid. Pull out the bulletin and look at the weekly calendar. Come on. And what do you see there? It's a simple outline of the time that we spend week by week here in church as a parish family. We find time for worship. That's all on Sunday. We have some more on Wednesday as well. What about time forming children, growing them in the faith and knowledge of the Lord? Well, look at that. They're doing that today. That's good. They're selling you poinsettias as well. What about the time that we spend in fellowship, gathering in Christian community to know one another? Well, that's those small groups, those Bible studies. What about thoughtful governance and strategic thinking? You see the vestry and the building committee meeting. And time invested in loving our community, the people around us. You can see the Art of Giving is meeting on Tuesday to talk about our outreach fundraiser. What about loving one another and those who are sick and in deep need? Every noon, every noon, every day, Alcoholics Anonymous meets right here and saving grace is given. And that's just one week. As we spend each day of our lives, the life of this congregation, I cannot say that we have buried the treasure that we've been entrusted with, but I do wonder if there's something missing. There is something missing from that litany of mission and ministry in your bulletin. It's the telling. Now we have a website, we have a Facebook page, we have a street sign and a steeple with bells that ring inviting people to church. But are we sharing all of our mission and ministry among ourselves, or are we a light to our community, inviting other people to walk alongside us and with us? Do you invest time in family? Do you invest time in friends? Do you invest in those people you love by sharing with them your experience of God, the importance you place on what the church offers and achieves in your life? And it's obviously a lot because you show up here on Sunday morning with masks on and socially distant. Invite people to engage with you in this church. Forward an email. Tell a story. Don't bury your faith. Share it. And this is where the parable reaches deep within us. See, the parable is easily kept at arm's length if we look only at the corporateness of it all or the church application. But what about your daily life? What talent, what spiritual gift, what charism has been freely given to you by God, and is it buried, or is it a blessing to the world? If you haven't ever wrestled with that question, there's a great way to start. And this is where I think the Episcopal Church really does shine, because it's uniquely positioned to help. A cup of coffee. Nicholas, Jean, Steve, me, four clergy who can sit down with you 
and talk about your faith journey. And so email a priest and just write, I'd like to have a cup of coffee and talk about spiritual gifts, what God might have blessed me with so that I can be a blessing. And that's where it's different for each of us. Some are so wise. Others have such a gift of hospitality and care. Some actually can, and Episcopalians can do this, stand up and talk about their faith and evangelize. For others, the gift of faith is so deep that it's magnetic. Some can give without any thought, except I need to give more. And some are so filled with mercy. Now, if that seems too much at the moment, if that seems too intimate, I have another idea. Join the Sunday Adult Formation Series for the next few weeks. Give it a try. It's from that 9 to 10 a.m. time period. And we're in the portion of the program when we talk about the history of the church, the story of God's people, and bring to mind our own history and story. That's a first great step, and you don't even have to have a cup of coffee with a priest. God has given to you, God has given to you, to each of us, a life. A life, second, minutes, hours, a timesheet on which to write and grow as children of God that we each might find fulfillment and joy and delight and that the world might be brighter for the love and light of Christ shining through us.